This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city. Summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it. Summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. The Fair Oaks Mall Carnival is coming September 9th through the 18th. Free parking and the best rides in town. Ride the Ferris Wheel, the Superman, the Merry-Go-Round, or one of our great kiddie rides. Try the delicious funnel cakes and carnival food, or test your skill at one of the games. There is fun for the whole family. For information, amazing discounts, visit dreamlandamusements.com through September 8th. The Fair Oaks Mall Carnival, September 9th through the 18th. Don't miss it. Welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is Russ's review. And uh, again, uh, this is the day after Fulham's huge victory against Luton Town, which makes Fulham the champions of the Skybet Championship. It's an amazing accomplishment. As we all know, it's an amazing accomplishment. And I'm going to give my thoughts on that momentarily. But again, I just want to Thank everyone who has subscribed. I want to mention one more time to uh, please subscribe to Cottage Talk on YouTube. It's just a great way for everyone to uh, see us. And again, we're going to be posting more and more videos on YouTube. So please subscribe to Cottage Talk on YouTube. We go live on YouTube. So it's a great way to get alerts that we are going live. So thank you everyone that's subscribed. And if you haven't, Please do subscribe to the show. Okay. So what's interesting about this is that um, for the match yesterday, I was working. I'm obviously here in the U.S. and I was not able to watch this live. I got alerts on my phone and I was getting frustrated because I wasn't able to watch the match live. But 
I certainly was enjoying what I was seeing in my alerts because uh, Fulham won this match 7-0. I'm going to go through it. And uh, it's quite the achievement, quite a way to win the league. I was disappointed that they had not won it earlier, but why not do it in front of Craven Cottage with all the Fulham supporters the way they did it? It was truly special. It's something that I'm sure people will never forget. So in a way, it worked out great. And after I got home from work, I watched the match back, and I think I've watched it, I think, three times now. So that just tells you how crazy I've been with watching this uh, match, which I think has just been incredible. So just uh, happy to um, talk about this, not for a long period of time. And I'm sorry we have not been able to do more shows. And I'm also sorry that we haven't been able to do some of these live after matches. Um, I'm going to correct that for next season. I'm making big plans, and I'll talk about that at the end of this podcast, of what I'm planning to do for Cottage Talk for next season. I want to make Cottage Talk bigger and better, and I have huge plans for it. And I'm sorry it hasn't been that. I'm going to be making some serious changes to that and give you the coverage that you deserve, that the foam supporters deserve. We have some great podcasts, Fulmish, Fulm Focus. Again, there are some wonderful podcasts out there. Friends of Fulm do an excellent podcast, the Fofcast. There are so many great shows. So is this one. I plan on making it better, and I have some great people who will be joining me. I want to mention, and I'll mention this at the end of the show, we will be doing a season review, and I'm going to get a lot of people to help me out with that. But I wanted to do this solo. I've been just itching to talk about this match. So I'm going to do it right now. Let's start here. Let's talk about the atmosphere of Craven Cottage. Now, again, I'm not there, but I can see and hear the atmosphere. And a little tidbit, because uh, I have BB Sounds app on my phone. So on my way home from work, I listened to the pre-match on BBC London. And the noise I heard from Craven Cottage is like something I don't think I've heard at Craven Cottage before. And again, it was an incredible noise, incredible buildup. It took me to about the first minute into the match, and then they cut off the coverage. But I could just tell this was going to be special. And then, of course, I watched the match itself, and the atmosphere was unbelievable. And um, Sammy James actually did a podcast for Full Mission. He talked about this. I'm going to talk about this as well. Talk about the marketing team at Full, because the scarves, what a nice touch. In fact, I would do this each and every week if they could afford it. Make sure that there are scars for everyone because it just added to this atmosphere, which I thought was electric. It Not only did it look well, look great, I think it just it helped the players. And Marco Silva talked about the supporters and what they did here. It, they talked about it, influence that they had on this match. He was, again, very vocal about that after the match. He really got into what the fans did and was talking about how he wants to see that next season in the Premier League. And I'm here to tell you, if you could do that at Craven Cottage for that match, you could do it each and every week. And I'll say it once again. Let's have the scarves each each and every match. I, I love that. Forget about the clappers. Bring us the scarves because – they really helped with the atmosphere, and I think the players 
really fed into that. And I, I, I think this was, I think the foam supporters were a huge factor last night. That's really what I want to say about the atmosphere at Craven Cottage is that the supporters made a difference. I don't think there's any question about that. So that's how I wanted to start the show. Okay. So here are my opening thoughts on the victory itself. And going into it, I had heard about all the injuries with Lutentown. And of course, that's going to be a factor in a match like this. But they needed the points. They needed the points. And you can only put out who you're going to put out. Yes, that's a factor. But I don't think it should take away from what Fulham did here. And from the opening whistle, you know, they were on top of it. And again, you got to give Lutentown credit. I think they played to win this match. That was their approach. But Fulham were just too good. And the opening goal by Tom Kearney, I'll talk about that. I think that just opened up the floodgates. Of course, you get the second. And then after that, I, th- I think it, it really took off from there. But for me, Fulham were in complete control. And we might not have seen this each and every match, but you saw Fulham play to their potential. This is the match where I think you really saw it firing on all cylinders. The passing, the beautiful passing, the complete control of a match. This is the one that stands out to me. There have been so many matches. Forget the other 7-0 victories. This 7-0 victory showed how good form can be, at least in the championship. We'll see what happens next season. This was just seeing your potential to the maximum. And we saw it 7-0. It could have maybe even been worse than that. But they were in complete control of that match. So let's go through the goals. And let's start with Tom Kearney's goal. And just to mention this a little bit, Tom Kearney's goal, you know, because the announcers that I was I was watching, because I saw this on ESPN Plus, they were talking about the player going down. But you know what? He goes down, but play continues. That's what you're supposed to do. So I don't want to hear about that they were only playing with 10 men. Yes, they were. But this is a great goal from Tom Kearney. And again, Tom Kearney doesn't score as many goals as maybe he once did. This is a fantastic goal. And I thought Fulham deserved this goal. So this gets them off on the right foot. And again, for all the build-up play, for everything that they were doing up to this point, they needed that opener. Just like the playoff final I went, it was your captain getting the opening goal, and then it takes off from there. But what's interesting after that, and again, we're getting near to the end of the first half, and I had a feeling Kenny had this in his locker. Well, he showed it. This was a wonderful strike from Kenny Tete. He doubles the lead. He makes it 2-0. So at this point, going into the half, you're feeling good. But I want to talk a little bit about Tete because I don't think we've seen him play to his potential, except I think we saw some of that in this match. Kenny Tete, I think, is an excellent player, and I look forward to seeing him in the Premier League. Unfortunately for him, he's dealt with some injuries, and actually he talked about that in an interview. But I think if he's fully healthy, we'll see what happens with Nico Williams, but I'm very comfortable with Kenny Tete being your starting right back in the Premier League. I'm going to say that. And I think we could see more goals like this. I think he's a very talented player. Okay, so after Kenny Tete scores, we go into the half up 2-0. And um, I'm sure the foam supporters were feeling pretty confident at that point. But it's funny because, again, listen, I'm 
not watching this live and I'm thinking to myself, we, we need a third because I'm getting the alerts. And it didn't take long for that to happen in the second half. And I want to talk about this because I want to call this one of the best goals I've seen from Fulham because it was a complete team goal. Fabulous finish from Fabio. Fabulous run from Fabio. But this is three players linking up together in perfect unison. We're talking Fabio, Mitro, Harry Wilson, setting up Fabio for the goal. But it's not just about him. It's about those two other players and how well they work together. So, Fabio, I want to give you full credit for the goal, but I want to give your teammates credit as well because I thought they set you up nicely and you played right into it, and it was an incredible strike. So at this point, and it's funny because I was watching some of the highlights as well from Gentleman Jim and thought at this point the match is won and we're champions. Yeah, you could say that at this point, but you have to keep on going. And I thought after the third, there would be more. And of course, I ended up being right. There were more goals. There were several more goals. Let's see. Let's see. And I want to share this. This is from my friend Colm here. Because every single one of these goals was fantastic goals. These seven, they're all fantastic goals. And Colm backs me up on that. It's like they were all trying to win the goal of the season award. Colm, I couldn't agree with you more. They're all fantastic goals. They're all going for it, including Seri. And we'll talk about that in just a bit. But when they're up 3-0, you're thinking the match is in hand. And, I'm, you know, again, I'm getting the alerts on my phone, and I'm thinking, okay, but – Watching it back, you could just see it all building and you could see how they went from three to seven because it, it was just taken off from there. And then you have Mitro tying the record. But again, this is set up from his teammates. Mitro gets the tying goal of a guy winning him's record. And it's 4 nil. And again, what's great about Mitro, and I don't think this gets said enough, is that Mitro is... A striker that, you know, strikers tend to be selfish. Mitro is not that striker. Mitro gives credit to his teammates. He always mentions his team, that it's about team goals. That's the type of player you want. That's Mitro to a T. But after you've done all those goals, you can also talk about records, but that's not his main emphasis. That's what's great about Mitro. He recognizes the record but that's not what drives him. It's winning for Fulham Football Club. It's being a part of Fulham Football Club, as he keeps saying over and over again. He found a home, and it's Fulham Football Club. Him and his family, they love Fulham Football Club. They love the area. So if anyone tries speculation with Mitro, just discard it. He's going nowhere. He's going absolutely nowhere because Fulham and Alexander Mitrovic are perfect fit. Okay, so we're now up 4-0. Match is pretty much over at this point. And I saw an interview with Tom Kearney, and he said at that point, they're just playing. They're just enjoying their football. So more goals were basically going to come. And then you have the fifth from Bobby Decadovery. And what's interesting about this, and Bobby has the ability to make special goals. This is one of them. But if you look at the way that he just basically pantsed the two central defenders, it was really just amazing. They were both right there, and he just took advantage of the two of them and made it 5-0. And I'm thinking, 
okay, what's going on here? Are we going to try to match the seven? And, and of course, that's what ended up happening. But every one of these goals we're talking about, these are all quality goals. This is a a high-quality goal from Bobby Decadover reed What's interesting about him, Bobby, I wish there were some more of these quality goals because he can be, a, I, I guess you could say, a little streaky at times. But this is a fantastic goal, and I want to congratulate him on that because, again, he really embarrassed those two central defenders. Okay, so this is the, the shocking one. So Jean-Michael Serri comes on, and it's a little reminiscent of his first goal for Fulham, but a little bit out of nowhere, the ball falls to him, and he hits a screamer. It's now 6-0. And what's fun about this, and anyone that's watched this, and you could certainly watch the highlights of this, You probably, if you're a Craven College, you saw this live, the players actually picked him up and basically celebrated with him. And that was amazing because I think it's pretty obvious how important this was for Jean-Michael Serri, and the players know that. And, of course, Jean-Michael Serri goes over to the coaching staff and either shakes their hand or hugs them, you know, did it with Boa, did it with another coach, and, of course, did it with Marco Silva. And that just shows how much these players have bought into Silva, his staff, and how they become a integral part of Fulham Football Club. Jean-Michael Serri was on the way out. Look at his transformation under Marco Silva. It's just, it's truly amazing. So that makes it 6-0. So let's now go to stoppage time. And what's great here is I actually got a chance to watch stoppage time live. The last three minutes. I was taking a break, so I got to watch this live. So it's 6-0. And unfortunately, I got an alert on my phone because the broadcast on ESPN Plus was about a minute behind. So I knew that Mitro had scored the uh, seventh goal to break the record. I knew that in advance. But to see it and just to see how he reacted and how all the Fulham supporters reacted with him, again, fantastic stuff. It was a mistake from Luton Town. It's near the end of the match. Harry Wilson takes advantage of it. Once again, sets up Mitro, and he scores his record breaker. And – it's crazy that he was able to break this record. And who knows, he might add a few more against Sheffield United in the final match, but he's already done it. And uh, it's an amazing accomplishment. So congratulations to Alexander Mitrovic, all of his teammates, because he, he will be the first to tell you, he didn't do this by himself. His teammates played a huge role of him breaking this record. But again, that's not what's important to him. What's important to him, more important to him, is Fulham Football Club and getting promoted to the Premier League and winning matches. And that's why he's not just a striker who scores goals. He's a striker that wins games because he's a team striker. I don't know if that's a phrase, but I'm making it now. Team striker, because that's what he is. It's like we have a couple comments. Let's see what else we got. Let's see what Steve Reynolds has to say. Luton were intimidated by the support. Flying home now and back for Sheffield United. Glad for Sarri. Yep, Steve, I'm glad for Sarri too. And maybe that was the case. And that just shows that the support Fulham gave, I'm talking about the fans, gave the players. Maybe Luton Town were a little bit intimidated by that. And 
we can do that. The Fulham supporters can do that each and every week. And uh, I think they're going to do that in the Premier League because we can make Craven Cottage a fortress again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make it a place where Premier League teams don't want to come. All right, let's see. Okay, so this is also from my friend Colm here. If we get a penalty against Sheffield United, will Mitrovic give Harrison Reed the ball? I hope so. That's actually a, a, a great take there, Colm. You know what? Harrison Reed deserves a goal. I like that. I hope that gets out there, that if there is a penalty, let Harrison Reed take it. Let him score a goal. I, I like that very much. Okay, we've got some more comments. Let's see what Gary Lone says. Yes, caught you live. Love the pod and your transatlantic viewpoint. Listen every week. Keep it up. Thank you, Gary. I really appreciate that. Let's see what Eddie Middlebrook says. Who are we rooting for today? Cherries are forced. This is actually an interesting one. And if you're watching live with me, please share a comment. I would want to know what people think about this. Because I'm split on this. Because the here's the argument. The argument is that it would be easier to have Bournemouth up in the Premier League. I actually agree with that. Then for I think Nottingham Forest are going to be a very good team. But I think Nottingham Forest are going to get up regardless. So I'm going to go this. I'm I'm rooting for Nottingham Forest. I don't want Scott Parker to get promoted. That's just me. Um, you know, I'm a little bit vindictive that way. I, I don't like the way things ended with Scott Parker. I don't wish him ill will, you know, I, but I don't want him to get promoted to the Premier League. So for me, I want Forrest to win. I want him to go through the, the uh, playoff. That's what I want. So we'll see what happens. But yes, I am actually rooting for Nottingham Forrest. Let's see what others are saying. Let's see. Head says Bournemouth. Heart says Forrest. I like that, Gary. Let's see what Eddie says. Agree, Russ. Let's go Forrest. Yep. I'm about Forrest right now. I'm totally about Nottingham Forrest. Very impressed with them, by the way. I think this is a team that could, um, if they get up to the Premier League, stay for a bit. And I am hope we're one of them as well. Okay. Great stuff. Thank you, everyone, for your comments. And, again, if you want to keep sharing comments, I'm not going to go much longer, but uh, I just wanted to do a show. I desperately wanted to do a show. and uh, But we're also going to have, like, uh, a season-ending show. And I want to get a lot of people on that. But I just wanted to do one. I was just really itching to do a show, so I thought I would do it myself. Okay. So before we end the show, and uh, I'm going to mention what is going to be happening with Cottage Talk moving forward. But coming up next, I'm going to talk about who I want to give credit to besides the players and what's going to be happening next season on Cottage Talk. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things. Like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. 
Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Okay, we're back to end the show. So let's start here. Again, obviously, we're going to give credit to the players. They deserve a lot of credit for everything that's happened this season with Fulham. They've been fantastic. And uh, they deserve all the credit in the world for everything that they've done. But there are others that I think we need to give credit to. So let's start with Marco Silva. Marco Silva is the reason why, one of the major reasons why, I feel Fulham are going to stay in the Premier League long term. Now, is that one season, two seasons? I think it's going to be more than one season. Obviously, I don't think they're going to come straight back. I think they're going to be the sustainable club that they want to be. So is it going to be two, three, four, five? I hope so. I really do. And I think if that happens, Marco Silva is going to have a great deal to do with that. So I want to give him full credit because I think he has transformed Fulham Football Club. It's not just entertaining, but he's made the players so much better. He's brought their potential out of them. He's maximized their potential. One of the faults I had against Scott Parker last season is I don't think the players were playing to their potential. Marco Silva has gotten the most out of so many of these players. Listen, we, we can go down the line. You could even say Mitro. You could talk about Tim Ream, Surrey, Niskins, Cabano. The list goes on and on and on of these players that have improved under Marco Silva. Him and his staff, Boa, and the rest of the staff, they deserve so much credit. So I wanted to start there, give full credit to Marco Silva. Then I want to go to the owner because I truly believe to be successful in sports, you need some elements. You need elements to work together. I think you need in football, I could be wrong. This is just my theory. You need a goal scorer. You need a striker. Fulham have that. You need a coach, Marco Silva. They have that. You also need an owner that's willing to not just spend money, but also give you everything that you need to succeed. And Shah Khan has done that. We're obviously getting ready for the new Riverside stand. He's put money into the club. He's tried to put people in the right positions to succeed. And I'm talking about, obviously, the hire of Marco Silva. And what they have done has just been incredible. Because I truly believe the hiring of Silva wasn't done by Tony, it was done by Shahid. So he deserves full credit for that. And he's willing to put his money where his mouth is. He's putting his money back into Fulham Football Club. We see how much money he has put in. It's been a huge amount. And there are owners that don't do this, that don't put their money in. He's not one of them. He actually has put a lot of money in the Fulham Football Club. Mohamed Al-Fayed did as well. But Shahi Khan definitely has. He deserves credit for giving Fulham the tools to succeed. Now it's up to them to take it to the next level back in the Premier League. Finally, I do have to do this, and uh, this will be a, this could be controversial with some people, but I am going to give full credit to Tony Khan. 
Okay. Tony deserves credit. His name really hasn't been talked much this season because there really hasn't been much negativity to really talk about. And Tony deserves criticism for some of the failings of Fulham. Absolutely. You can definitely criticize him. Again, I was one that I'll be the first to tell you. I've said it on Connor's talk. I thought that he should have stepped aside last season because he could concentrate on his other ventures. And once you've had another relegation, I thought it was time to see if someone else could take the reins. But to Tony's credit and the people that work under Tony, because it's not just him, there's a team that works under Tony, have built this side to a team that can not just win automatic promotion, win a championship, and hopefully stay in the Premier League. I can criticize him when he obviously has done badly. And I think it's, you know, again, people that have criticized him in the past, yes, you should criticize him. But I'm one that will also give praise when it's deserved. He deserves praise. He's a part of this success story this season, along with his father, along with Marco, along with the coaching staff, everyone. Don't forget, Tony's a part of this as well. And again, you might not like me saying that. You might think I'm biased because we're both Americans. It has nothing to do with it. it. has absolutely nothing to do with it. He's been on my show. Absolutely nothing to do with it because I've called them out. I've called them out. I will criticize them when it's warranted, but I will also praise them when he deserves it. He deserves it right now. And there's a great article on The Athletic that I highly recommend everyone reading. By I believe his name's Daniel Taylor. Read it's all about Tony. Tony talks about some really interesting stuff, and he mentions that uh, basically Mitro was getting ready to leave. Mitro wanted to leave, and they convinced him to stay. And um, I think Marco Silva and Tony probably ha- had something to do with that in the end. But again, he talks about that Mitro actually wanted to leave, and he also talks about the situation with Fabio Carvalho. There's a lot of good information in there in that article i highly recommend you doing it but i would just want people to think about this the next time you think about tony you know because again he's a polarizing figure he deserves criticism when it's warranted but i don't see any any reason why we can't give him praise when it's deserved it's deserved today former champions he's a part of that okay so that's going to do that for talking about Fulham Football Club. But before we go, I just want to mention this. What is next for Cottage Talk? So this has been a challenging season. I have uh, changed jobs a couple of times. It's not easy. And uh, I want to thank everyone for your patience because I have not been able to do the shows the way that I want to do them. I like to do a preview show, a full-time show, a post-match show, and maybe even another show during the week. Well, I am going to work hard for next season in the Premier League for Fulham to do just that, to do many shows a week, including I'm planning a special show each and every week, a roundtable wrap-up show of the Premier League. So it's not just going to – it's going to be about Fulham. It's going to be about the Premier League. I think I want to talk about the league in general once a week. So we're going to do many shows. We're going to have many videos. I'm going to upgrade the video content that we have. I'm 
going to be learning how to edit videos because I really have not edited any videos yet. So I'm going to be doing that. There's a lot of stuff I'm going to be adding to Cottage Talk moving forward. And I just want to thank everyone for sticking with us. It's been a challenging season. And I have some great people that work with me. And they're going to continue to work with me. And we're going to give you the best content we can back in the Premier League. I promise everyone right now that you're going to see a marked improvement to the content you see on Cottage Talk. And just um, bear with us until next season, but we're going to bring it to you. Trust me on that. I'm going to bring it to you, and my co-hosts are going to bring it to you. Okay. Before we go, we have a couple comments. Let's see. Let's see what else we got. Let's see. See, This is what Neil has to share. So, Neil, I'm going to share this. I give Tony some credit, but winning the championship with money is one thing. I'll withhold some judgment until we stay up in the prem for at least one season. Getting Silva was a real win for Tony and Mr. Khan. Thank you for your comment there. Neil, it's, I very much appreciate that. Let's see what else we have here. This is from Gary Williams. Not sure if it's been said earlier, but Marcus Swashbuckling will score more than we let in style. We'll need to be toned down for next season against tougher opponents. Is he able to compromise? Gary, it's a great point. We're going to have to see. You know what made me think that he is able to compromise? I know it was just uh, a cup match, but the cup match against Man City. I thought he compromised a little bit there. I thought you saw a way Fulham could play against some of the bigger sides. So maybe that was a preview of what we are going to see next season in the Premier League. Well, listen, this has been great to do. I'm so glad I was able to do a show today. I want to thank everyone that's watched live. And one last time, please do subscribe on YouTube. If you haven't already, we definitely want people to watch. Subscribe on the YouTube channel. It just helps others find us, so please do subscribe to Cottage Talk on YouTube. You also get alerts on the show. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.